Hey everybody, honey, baby, chicky child, sugar, honey, iced tea, family, friends, loved ones, listeners, I need y'all to come on in the room for another segment, another episode of What Say Ye with yours truly, Riss, your host, Marissa N. Martin. Come on in on Facebook if you are at all able to join me. Come in and share the video so that others on your timeline can see, right? Invite somebody to join the conversation. Tag them um, for this segment of What Say Ye. I am so excited. I'm ready for y'all and I hope y'all are ready for me because we are back at it again just one more time. Mic check, one, two. Mic check, one, two. Let's see who's coming in on this evening. When you come in, share. Come on the air and share. Come on the air and let me know that you're there. I am so excited for our hot topics on tonight. We about to go in, okay? Do y'all hear me? We're about to go in. I'm going to give y'all a few moments to come in. When you come in again, uh, share the video. Come on the air and share. Come in and speak and let me know that you're there. Let me know um, that you can hear me. Let me know that you can see me. While we get going with what say ye, grab your coffee or your tea, whichever you prefer. We're not here to judge. We're simply the jury. And I need my judicious jury to go over some topics with me tonight. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? All right. All right. Our first icebreaker topic for tonight is drum roll. I don't have a drum. Oh, my goodness. Our first topic is dating and the Rona. Wow. Dating and the Rona. How are we dating while we're dealing with the coronavirus? I want to know what say ye. I want to know how you guys are doing with the dating, right? Because I can't go on a date with you without being concerned if I'm going to get the Rona. I cannot hold your hand without being, I mean, careful and concerned that I might get the Rona. We can't go on a second date or a third date and have our very first fireworks kiss without me being concerned that I'm going to get the Rona, right? So I want to know how you guys feel about this. How are my single people feeling about dating in this season where the coronavirus is running rampant all over the earth? What are you doing? Are you just saying to yourself, have you chosen not to date at all? Um, are you just saying, forget it? I'm, I'm going to date anyway, despite what's going on around me. What are you guys doing? What, what do you guys have to say about about the coronavirus and dating. What are your techniques? I want to know. What say ye? I don't see anybody talking to me. Hi, Miss Juanita. I see Juanita in the room. I see Beverly. How are you guys doing? How are you guys, my single people, my single men and women, handling dating and dealing with the coronavirus, right? Because I can just say for myself, I know um, that a lot of us, especially those who are getting married nowadays. When we get married, we want to know, you know, we want to know what's your test results. Have you been tested before we consummate the marriage? And then we have some who are not waiting till marriage. Um, I don't want to point any elbows. I don't know who that may be. Um, but we want to know, you know, have you been tested? Because, well, we don't want to get any disease. We don't want to get sick and die. But now 
we have something even bigger to worry about, right? Because I can kiss you and get the Rona and die. I can hold your hand and get the Rona and die. I can hug you and get the Rona and die. And so I want to know how you guys are handling dating. I mean, because it's scary. It's definitely scary. I don't know about how you guys are feeling, but I definitely feel like it's scary being single and deciding how to date in a time where we're dealing with a national pandemic going around in the earth. I mean, you can't even come over to see me. I can't come over to see you because I don't know if you got the Rona. I don't know if you got it while you were at work, if you got it while you were in the grocery store, while you stopped at the gas station. And so how are we going to do this whole dating thing? And make sure that we're protected and make sure that we're safe. I want to know what you guys are feeling about that. Hi, Anika. How you doing? How you doing? (laughs) All right. Moving on to our next topic for tonight. Black Lives Matter. This is something that's been weighing on me since the whole Black Lives Mo- Black Lives Matter movement has sparked up again after the um, irrational killing of George Floyd and, of course, a lot of our black men and women. I hear that, you know, some people are saying, you know, well, black people kill black people. And y'all can tell me if y'all have heard this, too. If y'all agree with what I'm saying, let me know that you disagree. Um, if you... Uh, If you agree, let me know you agree. If you disagree, let me know that you disagree. I want to know what say ye. I want this to be an interactive thing, right? I want you guys to have this conversation with me. But some people are saying that, you know, black people, they kill black people. So why are they marching? Um, Why are they getting together? Why are they complaining about the killings that's going on when they kill each other? Well, I think, you know, white people kill white people, right? Chinese people kill Chinese people. Mexican people kill Mexican people. And that's just not the point. So we want to say, dear white people tonight, it's not about black people killing black people. It's about the hate that's in the heart um, for the reason that we're being killed, right? Because black people are the only ones who have been terribly oppressed. Black people are the only ones who have to fight for equality, right? Black people are the ones who have to be mindful um, of their skin tone when they just walk down the street because someone may be afraid of us and want to kill us. Black people are the only ones who are being killed simply because the color of their skin. So no, it's not about black people killing black people. We don't want to hear that. We want justice. We want we want to experience true freedom, right? Because we have the right to be free. We have the right to walk down the street with black skin on. Come on. We have the right to have a hood on our head. We have the right to to pull out our cell phones. And we have a right not to be killed because of it. So no, it's not about black people also kill black people. Nobody should be killing anybody, right? Because it's a sin. And it breaks the law. Nobody should be killing anybody. And that's right and that's true. But dear white people, we want to get this point across to you that we want you to stop killing us just because of the color of our skin. Just because you fear us. My God. Just because you fear us because we're black. That's not fair and that's not right. I want to know what say ye. I want to know what my judicious jury have to say tonight about their topic. About the comments that are made about well, black people kill black people too about the comments that are made um well how, how do they have the right to say anything about this how do they have the right to complain what what are your thoughts on that because i just happen to think that all races are killing each other but all races are not have not been put in slavery 
All races are not treated in a manner if a black person is, if, if they're standing at a cash register and somebody's paying for something, everybody's not being treated where they have to put their money down on the counter because you don't want to put it in my hand because I'm black. Everybody's not being treated equally. So the Black Lives Matter movement is much larger than uh, uh, one race killing each other. It's about removing the hate, the hate in the heart. And I believe that's a matter for God. I believe that's a matter for God. And while we're talking about our black people on tonight, I want to get to our black owned businesses. One of the promises that I made when I first started was say ye is that on every episode, every segment, each and every week um, that we're broadcasting that we are going to promote a black business. So if you would like your black business promoted on what say ye, um, you could definitely go onto our page, inbox us your information. It's just that simple. It's no special requirements. Uh, you don't have to do, do anything. We just want you to send us your information via inbox or you can email martinmarissan12 at gmail.com. Again, that email is martinmarissan12 at gmail.com and we will be more than happy to feature your black business on What Say You. So tonight, I have two black businesses to promote, and I am so excited. These two businesses um, were started by people who went to school with me, and so that's what makes it even more exciting for me. My first person is Tony Morris. Tony Morris, you guys, was my best friend in high school, and he was actually also my prom date, right? Uh, Tony has a business that's called Plush Graphics, where your brand matters. Tony does album covers, business cards, flyers, invitations, logos, and blog banners. Contact him at 901-208-1611. Again, that's 901-208-1611. If you would like for him to do a cover for you, business cards, flyers, or anything of that nature, he does all kinds of graphics. You can also email Tony Morris at tone, T-O-N-E, 1922 at gmail.com. Again, that's T-O-N-E, 1922 at gmail.com. His IG and his Facebook page is Plush Graphics, okay? Okay, moving on to my black business number two. This is the second and last black business for today. Next week, we could be featuring you. All you have to do is inbox us, right, or email us. Shakira Brooks. We also went to middle school and high school together. Shakira Brooks has a black business entitled Goddess Bay. Her business is centered in and around assisting women developing unconditional self-love, developing healthy self-care habits, and finding their true inner peace. We offer women health and self-care products such as organic yoni stream herbs, Shakira says, yoni oil, white sage smudge sticks, and chakra healing waist beads. Also, necklaces, anklets, and braces. If you would like to do business with Shakira, you can visit their website at baysgoddessbees.com. Again, that's baysgoddessbees.com. All right, everybody. Hi, Shanika. Hi, Felita. I see some are coming in. Warnett says, I think it's hard for other races, especially white people, to understand because them nor their family has never had to deal with racism on the victim side. I absolutely agree, Warnett. I agree 100%. Our song of the day. Our song of the day is Blocking You Blesses Me. Blocking You 
blesses me. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but lately I've been scrolling down my timeline and there is a sister by the name of Christy who has the Christy show. A lot of you see her in her, um, her alter ego, I'll say, Shirlene. Uh, I was scrolling down the other day and she was talking about how blocking you <laughs> blesses her, right? And that really stuck with me because oftentimes on social media, we have people who uh, troll, especially on Facebook. We have those who are only just sitting back to spy, those that are making subliminal posts, those that are being copycats, those that are on social media for hating and gossiping purpose. And we don't want any of that, right? And so guess what? Blocking you blesses is me. I don't know if y'all agree. I want to know what say ye? What conditions are you blocking people for? I'm blocking you if you are making negative commentary in my comment section on social media. If you are making subliminal posts to me, and I know you're making subliminal posts, I'm blocking you. We don't want the drama. <laughs> if you're copycatting me, blocking you, right? <laughs> what say ye? What say ye? Okay, moving on. Questions that need answers. This is going to be a segment in our podcast, Q-T-N-A, where I'm going to have a question every week for us, and I want to know what say ye. And the question is, can a headstrong man, a successful man, an anointed man, handle being with a headstrong woman, a successful woman, an anointed woman, without feeling a need or urge to overexert his dominance? Or does a headstrong, successful woman, anointed woman, have to settle for being with a subservient man to avoid waves of competitiveness in the relationship? Now, this is deep. This is deep here because the question for some of you is, can a man who is doing it big, who is doing his thing, who is walking in his purpose, who is fulfilling his, fulfilling his calling, who is successful in business or who is successful on his job or financially, can he also handle being with a woman who is doing the same thing, who is very much headstrong, who is very much successful, who is very much independent, who is very much doing her thing? Can a man handle being with a woman who is nearly his equal? when it comes to how she operates in society, or if a woman wants a peaceful relationship, a smooth relationship, a relationship where she does not have to feel in competition with her man or where her man doesn't have to feel like he has to exert his dominance or be competitive with her, does she have to settle with being with a more subservient man? I want to know, what say you? What do you guys think? I see some are watching me and I don't see anybody talking to me. I want to know, what do you guys think? This is a question that needs an answer. And I'm going to give you guys a little time to say um, your response because I want to know what you think. Can a strong man, and when I say strong, I'm not talking about muscular can a man that has his life in line, that has motivations, that has goals, that has things that he's trying to do in place that he's trying to go, can he partner with a woman who is doing the same thing without feeling inferior to, inferior to her, without feeling less than her, without feeling like he has to, you know, flex, stick out his chest, overexert his dominance to, to, to make it be known that he's the man in the relationship? 
And, and for my men who are watching, I know some men are watching. For my men who are watching, I want to know what you guys have to say. Are you okay with being with a woman who's successful, who's in power, who's doing her thing? How does it make you feel? Some men are not intimidated by this. Some, some men are motivated by this. But we don't want to have a level of competition in the relationship. We don't want to have a level of envy. We don't want to even create insecurity with our partner. So how do we do that? That's our question that needs answers for the evening. Free fruit snacks. Free fruit snacks is going to be a segment in our podcast where I'm going to, of course, give you a little free advice. And it's free because I can't charge you here on the Facebook Live, right? But if you do want to patronize the show, you definitely can cash app us at Marissa N M M. Again, that's Marissa N M M to patronize what say ye. But I can't charge you right for the live. So free fruit snacks. I chose to call it fruit snacks instead of calling it snack just snacks because I want to give you tidbits of advice that's going to help you, right? That's going to bless your life. That'll bless you if you let it. <laughs> so our free fruit snacks for tonight, I have two, is number one. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. And this comes from the one and only Maya Angelou. When someone shows you who they are, believe them. This speaks to our level of discernment. It speaks to our level of maturity. And it also helps us to avoid being manipulated. Because nowadays, especially walking the earth, there are a lot of manipulative people. Witchcraft is at a new high. Right. Because we are in the last and evil days. So everybody no longer has good intentions. Well, I don't think we lived in a time or a day where everybody had good intentions to begin with. But nowadays, people are doing whatever it ha they have to do in order to benefit themselves, in order to help them win, in order to help them get what they want, in order to help them get to the top. So we have to develop and adapt a mindset when someone shows you who they are. Believe them. We don't want to continue to fall into the same traps. We don't want to continue to run our head into the same walls. Right. We, want, we don't want to continue to be deceived, misused or abused. And yes, the word of God says, and you all know that I'm a woman of God. The word of God says to forgive. But we also have to know the difference between forgiving and letting some and letting someone go. And forgiving them and, and, and being weak and thinking that we have to allow them back into our space, thinking that we have to allow them back into our lives, thinking that we have to prove that we have forgiven them by continuing to deal with them. Mm. That just got real. Because sometimes we even allow people to make us feel like, well, if, if you forgive me, but you, you still don't fool with me, you still don't deal with me. Just because I have forgiven you does not mean I have to allow you back into my bubble. That's what I call it, my bubble. Just because I have forgiven you doesn't mean that I have to allow you to continuously do the same thing to me. So when someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. If they show you that they're a liar, it's not I'm judging you. I'm holding your past over your head. No, I just know who you are. And I'm going to deal with you accordingly, right? I'm going to deal with you accordingly. So if you show me that you're alive, then I'm going to remember in my head that I can, I can see you. I can talk to you. I, I can have interaction with you. But I have to know that 
a lot of the things that come out of your mouth may not be the truth. That you might bring me some information I might need to go back and double check. I might need to get on Google and verify, right? And make sure the information or anything that you say to me is going to be credible, right? If you show me that you're going to steal from me, then, you know, you say you want to talk to me. I might not want to invite you to my house. I might want to have you pull up in the driveway and I come outside and talk to you because I don't want you to take my valuables. And I forgive you for the last time that you stole from me, but I just want to make sure that it doesn't happen again. And then if I was in a relationship with you and you cheated on me before. I can forgive you and I can choose to stay if I want to, but I have to remember who you are. And I have to remember that I made the decision mm, to still interact with you, to still have a relationship with you. When someone shows you guys, when someone, and I'm getting excited over here, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Y'all hear me? Our second fruit snack for tonight is, and I made this post earlier, sometimes God adds to your life by subtracting from it. Sometimes God adds to your life by subtracting from it, meaning that every loss isn't a loss. We've been sometimes some of us have been crying out and pleading to God that I want to see better days. I want to see things turn around for the good. I want to see increase. I'm I'm believing God for open doors and new opportunities. And so, God, I want you to do something. God, I want you to move on my behalf. I want to go to the next level. I want to go through this new door. And then things start happening. People start walking away from us. Folks start turning their back on us. Our relationships start to uh, uh, deteriorate. And then we don't understand what's going on. We don't understand. We, we sitting around trying to figure out what's wrong. But that's just simply God subtracting, moving people out of your life. And it could be people that you think mean you some good. We don't always have to have an explanation for why God does what he does. And sometimes we know that people mean us no good. And we're the ones who still keep them connected to our lives. And it takes for God to to put it in their mind for them to leave our lives. God to put it in their mind for them to walk away. And so sometimes God will do those things and allow those things to happen. And it looks like it's subtraction, but it's actually addition. Right? Because... Our ways, God says his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. So in some situations, some circumstances, we just have to trust the plan. We just have to trust the plan. And again, know that subtraction in God's eyes can be adding. Hey, I see uh, Tanya coming in, Tierra Groves. How you doing, girl? How you doing? Now to our main topic for tonight, which is health is wealth. Health is wealth. I want to talk about how you can be healthy during this season. This is a time where everybody's social distancing. This is a time where we're being quarantined, where we're experiencing things and circumstances that we have never experienced before. Right. So it's a new thing that every day we're learning more about. Every day we're trying to find our way, trying to find the best way to navigate through this thing. But we have to make sure that even in this time, even in this time of isolation, even in this downtime, even in this time where we're trying to figure it out. We have to make sure that we're remaining healthy. So I want to take this time tonight to just encourage somebody to focus on your health. What are the focuses for tonight? Spiritual health, mental health, emotional health, physical health, and financial health. 
How do I make sure I'm spiritually healthy? Well, you make sure you're spiritually healthy by studying the word of God, fasting and praying. And I know it sounds so easy when somebody says studying the word of God. Because if you're like me, it seems like everything else comes into play. Everything else calls for your attention when you start to put in your mind that I'm going to start giving more time to studying my word. When you start saying, I'm going to make sure that I read my Bible before I go to bed at night. Then suddenly you start feeling too exhausted or suddenly you have done so much in your day where you just like, I'm going to do it tomorrow. And you begin to put it off. But it's very detrimental in this time where anxiety is trying to take over, when depression is time is trying to take over, that you're making sure that you're staying spiritually healthy. And the best way to do that. If you can't get to a therapist, if you can't get together with your friends like you usually do, it's to make sure you study your word. All of the answers to your problems, all of the answers to life, to daily life, daily living is in the word of God. The Bible is a roadmap for your life. All you have to do is open up the word and God will begin to give you revelation and you will be the problems and the situations that you thought were so hard that you just couldn't seem to figure it out. Once you open the word of God, boom, everything will begin to come more clear to you. And so you have to study the word of God in order to stay spiritually healthy, fasting and praying. The reason why I stress fasting is because fasting allows us to shut everything out that's going on in our world. Shut everything out that's going on around us. It takes our focus off of life itself and it puts our focus on God. And when our focus is on God, we can what, hear him more clearly. We can hear his direction. We can hear him answer the prayer. Sometimes we say that, you know, I've been praying about this and that and it seems like God is just not answering. Well, God is answering. It's just your life is too loud. Oh, that's good. God is answering. It's just your life is too loud. You're too busy. You have too much going on. And so you're unable to hear from God the way that you want to. But then when you begin to fast and you begin to give God your focus and you pray and you spend more time in prayer, having communication and building a relationship with God, then you will hear from him and he can give you the instruction that you've been desiring. Spiritual health. Mental health. Hi, Elena. Hi, Lexi. Mental health is creating intentional me time doing things that you love to do doing the things that make you happy doing the things that you're interested in if it's reading a book you guys i love to write but more than anything i love to read a good book but so much time can go by months can go by where i can just be so involved so focused on doing other things that i don't ever get the time to sit down and read a book and reading makes me happy and that's what we have to decide in this time. Don't just sit at home looking around the press and talking about, oh, when is this going to be over? When is the world going to open back up? When can I go back to church? When can I see my family again? It's no sense in doing that when you can start, you can begin to be intentional about me time. Because guess what? When life opens back up, you're going to be so focused on everybody else and fulfilling everybody else's needs and doing everything else that you don't have time to take care of you. So sometimes we have to see the good in the midst of a bad situation. We have to see the glass half full and, and not half empty. There's a lot of great things that this time of quarantine and social distancing have to offer. And me time is one of those things. Getting back to reading the book. If reading is not for you, take a walk. I have found so much joy and peace in walking my dog 
Because when I walk my dog is when I could, I mean, it's just nothing but uh, birds around me. Just the wind, just the breeze. And I can think. And I, and, I, and, and I come up with so many different things, so many different ideas just within walking my dog. Because I'm not on the phone. I'm not looking at TV. We're just walking. And I'm able to breathe. And things that were frustrating me once before, things I was worried about before, it, it just seemed, I seemed to get to a piece of serenity and, and a place of peace. So sometimes it can just be as simple as walking. Hey, Doc, how you doing? Or watching a movie, your favorite movie, your favorite TV show. I see a lot of people ramming and, uh, I just made up a word. I see a lot of people raving <laughs> over Moesha, over the show Moesha. I think it's on Netflix or it's on Hulu. It's on one of them. Old TV shows that you used to love. I have a, oh, a long list of old TV shows I used to love. That's So Raven, uh, Zoe One on One, The Cheetah Girls, The Grassy. Um, the Parkers, Moesha. Um, I've been watching America's Next Top Model. What y'all know about that? American Idol, Bernie Mac. Come on here, Bernie Mac. I miss Bernie Mac. The late great Bernie Mac. So sometimes you have to just get back, to, get back to doing those things that you love doing. Those things that bring you serenity and peace. And when you find yourself in a place of serenity, then you don't have to worry about losing your mind. You'll be sane. You'll be happy. All right. So that's mental health, emotional health. You guys, this is a time where we can truly release. And when I say release, I'm talking about those of us who have been saying that we're over a situation or we're over a thing. We're over what they did to us or we've forgiven them. We've forgiven them and we've forgotten, but really we haven't. Really, we've been still carrying it. Really, we've just been putting it in the back of our mind. Really, we just brush it under the rug. Really, we've just been trying not to think about it and trying not to deal with it. But we call it forgiving and forgetting. But this is a time to truly release, to truly face those emotions, to truly let it out. If you're at home by yourself, you have nothing to do or, or, or you don't have anywhere to go. It's a time for true release. Sit down and face those things. And truly focus on your healing. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I can tell y'all about me. There have been times where I, need, I even needed to just scream. Just scream. And look at me, I have a house to myself. So if, if I'm upset, I will just scream. <laughs> just scream. Hi, Jakina. Alan, how you doing? William, thank y'all for joining me. Sometimes you need to just scream. Sometimes you need to just cry. It don't mean you're depressed because you're crying. Just cry and let it out. Let this be a time of release, a time of emotional healing for you. A time for talking and catching up with old friends, right? Catching up with people that helps with our emotional health. Getting back to those people who know us the best because guess what? What I find the most is I have friends who I've been friends with since preschool. My best friend, Jazz. She has a sister, Daisha. They're my closest friends. We have been friends literally since we start, since we first learned how to walk and talk, since the age of three. We've never had an issue. We've never had a falling out. None of that. And when I get around them, it takes me back to a place, or even when I just talk to them, it takes me back to the old me, to the original me, before life happened, before I went through different situations that, that carved me and shaped me and made me into who I am today. It takes me back to that place of innocence, right? That place of purity. 
It, it, it takes me back to the old good times when there was no when there was no care in the world. And they're the ones that truly know me, the real me, right? Not the not the me that others see. Because we become very, we become very good at putting it on for people. So yeah, connecting with old friends, journaling. That's one of the things that I have encouraged uh, one of my siblings to do. It's a journal. Journaling your thoughts can help you with your emotional health because for me, myself, and I, journaling helps me to what? Release. That's that release word again. Once I write it down, I no longer think about it. Once I write it down, it's a thing of the past. Once I write it down, I let it go. Once I write it down and express how they made me feel, how they made me feel, once I write down what happened, there's no need for me to pick it up again. It's almost like going to the altar. When we say take it to the altar and leave it there and put it in the Lord's hands, Sometimes we can write things down and that helps us to release when we feel like we can't talk to anybody or we feel like maybe they just won't understand. Nobody understands me. Writing it down can be a way of release, journaling. So emotional health in this season is about holistic healing, doing whatever it is that it takes for you to do to become the best version of you or the best version of me, right? Physical health. We all know what physical health is. Exercise, right? Exercise, getting up, getting out, and getting moving. Moving around, eating healthy. This is a perfect time to focus on what you're putting inside of your body, right? To get serious about your dieting. To look at how many calories are in the foods that you're eating. To pay attention to the effects that those foods are having on your body. Healthy eating, making sure that you're drinking water and minding your business. <laughs> That's all we have to do and we can really be carefree. Drink water, make sure you drink your water and make sure you mind your business. If you stay in your own lane and out of everybody else's business, you will be at peace. You want to find peace? Get back to your business. Because <laughs> it's really everybody else's business, right, that, that gets us all riled up, that gets us all distracted and off course. Drink your water and mind your business. Last but not least, financial health. This is a great time to focus on being healthy financially. A time to begin to save your money. I mean, where are you spending your money? It's not a time to be going to the mall. This is not a time to be going to Family Dollar. Uh, what is it? Five and Below. DDs. I know y'all love going to the going to those stores. <laughs> But save your money. You don't need that stuff. Save your money and build your savings account. Begin to invest in yourself. Invest in your visions. Invest in your goals and your dreams. What are you creative in? What are the things that you have? A, what, you know, what's your niche? What do you have a passion about? Begin to invest in those things. Start your business. I see so many people starting off their business and that is so exciting. So many people are really stepping out in their purpose and fulfilling their destinies during this time. This is a great time to start your own business because when you start your own business, you just begin your, your finance begin to flip and the numbers add up really fast. Every time somebody make a purchase and you flip that and then you get somebody to make another purchase, start your business, work on your credit. This is also what a great time to work on building your credit. I see a lot of people who um, are on my timeline here on Facebook, and I'm going to have to get you guys connected with them. I'll remember to share them later on What Say Ye's Facebook page. Um, financial advisors who can help you build your credit. Financial health, right? 
good credit. We need good credit to be financially healthy, to be able to get the things that we desire and require, the things that we're praying for, right? Because faith without works is dead. We can pray to God, God, I want a car, God, I want a house. But if we're not making sure that our credit is in line, we can't be mad at God, right? So we have to take the time to work on our credit. Also to give. There's a song and a scripture. Give and it shall come back to you. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together and running over. When you get, when you're a giver, you're automatically qualified to receive. When you give to other people, when you sow into other people, when you lend a helping hand, when you do for somebody else, you elevate your chances of receiving your blessings. You elevate the you you elevate the speed of good things happening for you and coming to you, right? By giving, showing God that hey God, I don't mind helping somebody else. That these things that I'm praying to you for, they increase, they overflow. The things that I'm praying to you for is not just for me. I'm not gonna be stingy. I don't want these things just so I can turn my nose up at somebody else. And walk around like I'm the best thing going. But I don't mind helping somebody else. And when you're able to help somebody else, you will always be blessed. You will always be blessed. There's a song by Kirk Carr that says, uh, Lord, send the harvest. And every time you bless, you can trust me to bless somebody else. And that's what God wants to know. Are we going to bless somebody else or do we just want these things for ourselves? Or do we just want these things for ourselves? And this time we have to definitely continue to encourage, to uplift, and to help one another. We need God now more than ever, but we also need each other. We can't, we can't embrace right now, but we can, we can pick up the phone and check on somebody. We can say something to make them laugh, something to make them smile, give them an encouraging word to push through and let them know we're going to make it through. We're going to be all right. We've been making do for a night, but joy comes in the morning. There will be, we know this is a hard time, but there will be glory after this. There will be a light at the end of this tunnel. And so we just have to stay encouraged. Like I said, we have to stay uplifted and in good spirits and remember to focus on this time, not on the problem, not on the glass being half empty and all the things that are going on in this world, not all of the troubles, not on the news reports, not just on the radio stations, but we have to take this time to focus on the things that we can pull from this time that will help us to grow and to ultimately succeed in our next season. What you do in this season now, what you do in this time now is going to determine where you're going to go in the next season. I don't know about you, but I don't plan on coming out of this thing in the same position that I was in before, before we went in. In the same financial state. On the same level. I want to level up. I don't know about you guys. But we're going to level up. And God is going to help us. But that's, that's all I have for you guys tonight. That's all the tidbits and the advice that I have for what say. I thank you guys so much for joining in with me. I hope that you will share this for those who are watching on Facebook. And then I hope that you will also connect with me on the Anchor app. That's where we're broadcasting from. Anchor.fm forward slash yours truly risk. And I'll be back right here next week. Same place, same time for another segment of what say ye. Thank y'all so much again. And y'all have a great evening.